today on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. Jason Drury and I continue our journey through Verez Saraband Records' latest batch of CD club releases. On the program today, you'll hear music from Paycheck by John Powell, Lionheart by Jerry Goldsmith, and Dante's Peak by John Frizzell, and themes composed by James Newton Howard. My name is Eric Woods. Thank you very much for joining me on the flagship show of Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast Network, which begins now. Since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. I'm Eric Woods, and thanks again for taking the time out of your busy life to listen to the show. I really do appreciate that. And if you like what you hear, please feel free to give us a five-star rating and a review on your very favorite podcatcher. We really do appreciate the support. And feel free to send a message to us via email at cinematicsound at yahoo.com or also on Twitter at Radio, and on Facebook at Cinematic Sound. And of course, we're on Instagram, although we're not as busy there. But you can look us up at cinematic underscore sound underscore radio. We also have a Patreon. Support the show and join the community by going to patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio. And by the way, two more patrons signed up this past week. So we welcome Andreas Winmeyer and Matt Beretta to the community. Thank you very much for joining our Patreon. Again, patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. And of course, you can visit us at cinematicsound.net on the web. So let's jump right back into the show as we continue our look at Verez Saraband's latest batch of CD Club releases. Uh, this is the last three batches. And if you haven't listened to part one, I highly recommend you check that show out. Uh, we played Knowing by Marco Beltrami, The Matrix by Don Davis, and Love Field by Jerry Goldsmith. Today it's Paycheck by John Powell, Lionheart by Jerry Goldsmith, Dante's Peak by John Frizzell, with themes by James Newton Howard. And with that, here's Jason Drury to introduce to you our first selection of the program. Bringing you the very best music for film, TV, and video games, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Welcome back to this special edition on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network, showcasing recent releases from the Verez Server Band label. Released as a deluxe edition at the same time as Knowing, as we heard earlier, was Payback. could be 2003 science fiction action film based on the 1953 short story of the same name by Philip K. Dick. The film was directed by John Wool, the last film he directed in the United States up to this date, and starred Ben Affleck, Uma Thurman, Aaron Eckhart, Paul Giamatti, Michael C. Hall, Joel Morton and Corm Fuhrer. Affleck is an programming engineer who undergoes a voluntary memory wipe to protect his client's secrets. But upon going to collect his paycheck, he is given an envelope of seemingly random trinkets and items. 
He must use his clues to unearth terrible secrets of his own project. Now, in recent years, after seeing Powell burst into the upper echelon of the film music composer roster with scores like the How to Train Your Dragon series and Solo, this release of his 2003 John Wall sci-fi thriller is an interesting insight into the development of the John Powell action-adventure sound. Just one year after The Born Identity, and after recently cutting ties with Hans Zimmer's Media Ventures organisation. In short, Powell's offering for paycheck blends synth and pop rhythms with an orchestral scope, and more importantly, Powell's impeccable sense of taste. Despite almost non-stop action and suspense, he also at times focuses on emotion and utilises melody to elaborate the proceedings. His electronic elements are equally intelligent compared to his orchestral writing. Like knowing, I had never listened to Powell's Paycheck score until this expanded Verez CD Club edition, but was looking forward to listening it due to Powell's recent efforts, and I was not disappointed. With a film's narrative that reads like a Total Recall clone, which is not surprising as it was based on a Philip K. Dick novel, Powell shows off his action writing to great effect with music that I am sure had action film music fans purring with delight on first hearing. There is a beautiful main theme heard in pieces throughout the score and with a more complete performance than the crowd-pleasing Hog Chase Part 2. Powell has a gift for interesting underscore, putting his own twist on the score's minimalistic patterns with his Q Wolf Pack, actually taking his ideas further to create an exhilarating action cue. The original album of Payback was released at the same time as the film by Verez Saraband. This new 2 CD deluxe edition greatly expands the playing time to over 95 minutes and features new liner notes by Daniel Schweizger, my lord of keeping him busy, incorporating new interview comments from the composer himself. If you're a fan of the music of John Powell, and who isn't in the film music community these days, this is a must for your collection. So here now is music from the 2003 science fiction action thriller Paycheck, original score composed by John Powell. Thank you. 
That was music from the 2003 science fiction action thriller Paycheck, an original score composed by John Powell, performed by the Hollywood Studio Symphony, conducted by Gavin Greenaway. As always on the show, this original new two-CD deluxe edition was recently released by Ferez Cerebrand Records. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. Next up is one of the more recent releases at time of recording for the Cerebrand, the deluxe two-disc edition of Dante's Peak, the 1997 Disaster Thriller, directed by Roger Donaldson, written by Leslie Bohem, who went on to write things like Deep Impact and the miniseries Taken, and starring Piers Brosnan, Linda Hamilton and Charles Hallahan. The film is set on the fictional town of Dante's Peak, where the inhabitants fight to survive a volcanic eruption from a long, dormant stratovolcano that has suddenly woken up. James Newton Howard was initially hired to compose the score for this film, but left due to scheduling conflicts. However, Howard contributed two main themes for the volcano and the film's romantic relationship, and then recommended John Frizzell to compose the score. Working at a furious pace, Frizzell composed a massive symphonic score befitting the life or death struggle of outrunning a catastrophic volcano. As you do, the sort of thing that happens over time. Only did it a few days ago myself. Oh, my feet are still burning. But also contains moments of grandeur, suspense and softer contemplation. I'm very structured, Fizel told Tin Grieving, interviewed jointly with Donaldson for this new 2CD deluxe edition. This Daniel Swazel wasn't involved in this one. So I actually drew maps of the film, placing James's themes in key moments and trying to break down structurally how I wanted to have a roadmap, knowing how much tension I needed to have and where I could hit the throttle. Now it's very rare that a composer leaves a project and his work still remains as a fundamental component of the finished score. The only one that springs to mind for me is John Barry's music for The Golden Seal in 1983, which had a score finished by Dana Kraproff, as Barry was scheduled to work on the James Bond film Octopussy, but still retains the role that Barry composed for the film. Listening to the score of Dante's Peak, it is clear that this is a Newton Howard work in all but name. His orchestral stamp is clearly printed all over the music, but saying that, it is not a bad thing. It's been a while since I played the original Verez disc, but on hearing it again, it was like just over 20 years later. Yes, I'm that old. The main theme immediately rang bells in my memory, even at my differing age. Anyway, who in their right mind would throw away music this good? Well, Fizel clearly agreed, and as you have heard already, the composer utilised what Newton Howard wrote throughout the score but also embraced it in his own action writing. If you had not read or heard the writing credits, you would definitely not know that it was somebody else who had written most of the music, apart from the guy who wrote the theme. And if you have not heard this score, and you are a fan of the Alien Resurrection film, which also was scored by John Fizzell in the same year, 1997, you would probably hear similarities in the music 
and I am clearly sure that, that this score helped get John Fizell the gig of scoring the sci-fi sequel. Now this new 2CD release encompasses all 93 minutes of the complete score. So you can gorge on the action and excitement with the original 1997 half hour album bringing up the rear of disc 2. And there's one thing here which I simply like about this release as well as on knowing. Yet again the additional composers are given their due. They are credited they are credited for the cues they worked on. In this case, John Van Torgen, Steve Bacaro and Brad Dexter take their bows. And as many of you know, I'm a sucker for action scores like this. I've already played it twice, maybe even three times, I've forgotten already. My memory is like a sieve these days. <clears throat> and I must raise a hand to the efforts of the legendary recording engineer, Dennis Sands, to producing such an exciting sound of this huge orchestra. After Dante's peak and Alien Resurrection, John Fizell's career did not kick on the way I'm sure he would have hoped, rarely getting the chance to work on projects of that size. I hope that this release will give film music fans a little reminder of what this talented composer can do if given a big orchestral palette to work with. So here now is music from the 1997 disaster thriller Dante's Peak, the original score composed by John Frizzell, with the main theme composed by James Newton Howard.
That was music from the 1997 disaster film Dante's Pig, with original score composed by John Vizel, with the main theme composed by James Newton Howard. This new two-CD action-packed deluxe edition has recently been released by, guess who? Varez Saraband Records. Surprise, surprise. From Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Up next, we're going to feature more music from Jerry Goldsmith, this time from the 1987 film Lionheart. Lionheart marked Jerry Goldsmith's final collaboration with his friend and most prolific director collaborator, Franklin Schaffner. Film stars Eric Stoltz as the leader of a children's crusade of orphans against Gabriel Byrne as an evil black prince. The film was a big-budget film for the time and was filmed in Hungary and Portugal, utilizing several castles and hundreds of Slavic children hired as extras. But during the production, there were many money issues which led to uh, aborting certain big scenes such as a huge battle sequence and any of the other terrific scenes in the screenplay had to be scrapped because the money wasn't coming through. And eventually... The budget got cut in half. The distributor, Orion Pictures, delayed the theatrical release, but when the film was finally shown in August of 1987 in Canada, the limited release garnered negative reviews. Therefore, the movie was largely unseen until being shown on pay television and was finally released on VHS and DVD. Money was also the reason Jerry Goldsmith recorded the score in Budapest. The composer was no stranger to that, of course, having recorded a bunch of his scores, from Hoosiers to Extreme Prejudice with the Hungarian State Opera Orchestra. But, you know, going to Hungary wasn't his first choice, but it was either go there or not record the music at all. For all the trouble the film had, the film's score was one of the bright spots, even though the score was mangled in the movie with numerous edits and deletions of entire cues and themes altogether. The score was written in six weeks, and Jerry Goldsmith was clearly inspired by the film. And this would be one of Jerry Goldsmith's rare, purely leitmotivic scores, where characters, places, and things would get their own thematic material. And there are rousing, anthemic themes, fanfares, pulse-pounding action, mysticism, nobility, and romance abound in the score. It's fantastic, and it's one of my all-time favorite Jerry Goldsmith scores, and unfortunately this would be the last time that Jerry Goldsmith would work with director Schaffner. Schaffner would direct one more film after this, Welcome Home, which was released after his death in 1989. The Goldsmith-Schaffner collaboration would include such scores as The Stripper, Planet of the Apes, Patton, Papillon, Islands of the Stream, and The Boys from Brazil. An incredible collaboration. Now, back in 1987, Varese Band Records released not one, but two volumes of vinyl LPs of this score, and most but not all of the tracks were actually released on a single CD compilation, which was called Jerry Goldsmith's Lionheart, the Epic Symphonic Score, and that's the first time I ever got a chance to hear the music from Lionheart, still remains 
a fantastic album. But now we have for the very first time a two CD deluxe edition soundtrack, which presents the complete contents for both LPs released in film sequence and actually adds two additional previously unreleased cues to the program. It is just absolutely brilliant from start to finish. And I'm not sure if you remember at the opening of the program where I mentioned that there were uh, soundtracks that were released in and around 1987 that would advertise the Verez Saraband CD Club. Well, well, this album that I have in front of me, not the deluxe edition, but the Jerry Goldsmith Lionheart, the epic symphonic score release from Verez Saraband Records, on the back of the artwork and just underneath the liner notes, you can see an advertisement for the brand new Verez Saraband CD Club, the first incarnation of it, where it says Verez Saraband Records has formed a limited edition mail order CD Club of great film scores not otherwise available on compact disc to receive information on new club releases in addition to new titles available from Masters Film Music. Please write to Verez Saraband Records. It's interesting to see that there are, there's a bunch of albums that released by Verez that had this little advertisement um, in it. So um, interesting they were playing music from an album or from a score that uh, had that advertisement in it. But of course, we're playing the deluxe edition score on the program today. And so with that, here is a suite of music from the brand new deluxe edition soundtrack to Lionheart with music composed and conducted by Jerry Goldsmith.
was music from Lionheart. The new deluxe edition soundtrack from Verez Saraband Records is part of their CD Club releases. The music was composed and conducted by Jerry Goldsmith and features great liner notes by uh, Tim Grieving. And if you get a chance to, check out the Goldsmith Odyssey. When this album first came out, they did a spotlight episode on Lionheart. That was back in uh, May of 2021. And on that program, Tim Grieving joined the panel to discuss the score. And uh, it's well worth your time to listen to that because they really dive in deep on all of the thematic material that Jerry Goldsmith came up with for the score. And they also talk about the Black Prince music, which was all but completely deleted from the movie, except for, I think, for one track, and just how certain cues were snipped and certain pieces of music were taken out. And so it's a really fascinating listen. I'm going to add the link to the show notes. So if you get a chance to listen to that show after this one, I highly recommend you do it again. The Goldsmith Odyssey and their Odyssey soundtrack spotlight on Lionheart. And before we finish with this album, and I was hesitant on playing these cues because the quality of the tracks aren't that great, but maybe this is something you might want to hear and maybe it'll give you a reason to buy this album. So here are the two previously unreleased cues on the album, Um, and they are actually presented at the end of disc one, but are labeled as bonus tracks because the source that these tracks were taken from are from uh, reference material, so they don't sound all that great, but they do make for an interesting listen and allow you to hear some extra music composed by Jerry Goldsmith from this score that has never been heard on its own before. So right now for you, the bonus tracks from Lionheart, the deluxe edition, called Bondage, and Black Prince. Music composed and conducted by Jerry Goldsmith.
So those were the two bonus tracks from the Lionheart Deluxe Edition soundtrack, which was recently released by Vares Saraband Records. The two tracks we started with, Bondage, and the last track is Black Prince. All music composed and conducted by Jerry Goldsmith. Well, that's going to do it for today's program. Uh, Jason, before we go, thank you very much for joining me today, and I hope we get to do it again. Yeah, thanks, Eric. It's been a pleasure. I hope we can do it again sometime. And you know, before we go, do you have any final thoughts on the Vera Serban CD Club? The CD Club label was conceived by Robert Townsend, and we must thank him for what he has done for it to make the label one of the most important labels in the free music industry. And anybody who takes over that mantle has a very important and major legacy to withhold and build on. The Red Saraband would not be the label it is today without Robert Townsend. Well said, Jason. Again, we will do another program of this sort uh, in the future. Well, the last track we're going to play for you comes from the very first CD Club release. Back in 1989, Basil Polidorus's Cherry 2000, which was a limited edition soundtrack to 1,500 copies. It eventually became one of the most valuable soundtracks of all time after it sold out. Eventually, Cherry 2000 would be released two more times, once on Prometheus Records, paired up with No Man's Land, and again on Intrata Records, this time paired up with The House of God. Instead of featuring the end credit cue from the film, actually we will, but we're not going to play it only because it's a measly 40 seconds long, I thought I'd play for the longest cut on this Verez edition of the score, which is called Lester which is actually the film's finale cue before the end titles. It's a fun action cue that starts off with this pulsating electronic beat and then crescendos into a gorgeous playing of Cherry's own theme. Simply beautiful writing that's unmistakably Polidorus. The character Adam's theme then shows up in the brass, which soars along with the strings as the bad guy Lester eventually meets his demise into a showgirl marquee. And then after this cue is done, we'll segue into the brief and title cue that ends the score on a triumphant note. So like we try to do on each and every episode of the flagship show, we try to end by playing an end credit cue. And well, I guess doing it this way, we, we sort of are. Uh, this is a, a wonderful score featuring, you know, wonderful writing uh, written by one of Hollywood's best composers. And thanks to Verez Saraban Records and their CD club in 1989, we finally got to hear this score on CD for the very first time. So to end off today's program, it's Cherry 2000, which was composed and conducted by Basil Polidorus, performed by the Hungarian State Symphony Orchestra, we've heard from them before, and was recorded by the late, great Eric Tomlinson. And we cannot forget our patrons, Matt DeWater, David Ballantyne, Mindtrix, Joe Wiles, Rich Alvis, Maxime, William Welch, Tim Burden, Alan Rogers, David Williams, Max Hamulak, Jeffrey Grabner, Douglas Lacey, John Mays, Victor Field, Joachim Stoltz, Emily Mason, Eric Scrotch, Alexander Schiebel, Alphonse Brown, John Link, Andreas Winmeyer, and Matt Beretta. Again, if you want to join the Cinematic Sound radio podcast community as a patron, then head over to patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. My name is Eric Woods and for Jason Drury, thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode of the flagship show. 
Again, if you'd like to reach us, you can do so by email at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. Check us out on Twitter at Cinsound Radio, also on Facebook at Cinematic Sound, and on Patreon at patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio. And that's it. Until next time, folks, take care wherever you are in this world, and happy listening.
Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burton for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the show, and to David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's intro music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sound Radio on Twitter, at Cinematic Sound on Facebook, and from wherever you're listening to us today, please leave us a five-star rating and a positive review. Reviews help introduce potential new listeners to the show. While you're at it, head over to TeePublic to find yourself a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt and support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>